Mini Shenanigans, Episode 3. Hello there and welcome to this, our third instalment of Mini Shenanigans. This week we have a play by theatrical shenanigans familiar Dana Hall. The play is entitled Always. In it we see Harold and Francis following a medical emergency and sharing how their love has grown throughout the years. Theatrical Shenanigans presents Always by Dana Hall. You should eat something. I'm not hungry. Eat. Fine. Ugh, this is the worst ever. (laughs) That's the worst thing. Harold, you had a heart attack. Ha, I knew it. It's sugar-free. The worst. The hospital makes these just to punish you for being sick. Well, get used to it. You need to eat healthier if you want to get out of here faster. I'm fine. And it wasn't a heart attack, just some blockage. They just want to observe me. You know, rack up the hospital bill. I read somewhere that a single aspirin costs 15 bucks a pop in here. I should have packed my own. Harry, stop. Relax, Franny. I'm just saying, at least one a day times how many patients are on this floor, I'd make a killing. Oh, hush. You need to take this seriously. I was serious when I said you'd break my heart one day, and look where we are. You are not funny. Seeing you in pain, Harry, you don't get it. I I can't do this without you. I don't know what I would do if something horrible happened. What if I didn't come home in time? You're so stubborn, you would have waited, and then what? Hey, hey, look at me. I should have called the doctor sooner, but I'm okay now, honey. They just put in a stent, and the old ticker is doing fine. See? Harold, sit. You need to take this seriously. Ah, I'm fine. Can I tell you something? Okay, but if it's about how I don't clean my side of the sink, maybe it can wait. After all, I did just have a major heart attack. The paramedics asked me questions. I just stood there frozen. I just wanted to let you know I let you down, and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Harry. For what? Being human? Franny, you need to stop being so hard on yourself. But I couldn't even remember simple things like... Your birthday. It's okay. Hear the names of your medications. None of that matters now. It matters. It matters to me. These things happen and no one expects them. You were in shock. Yeah, but I... Stop that. Should have been able to... I wasn't scared because I saw your face. I knew it would be all right. I'd be back to leaving my dishes in the sink in no time. Well, I'll never complain about them again. You will. (laughs) But that's why I love you. So, do the kids know I'm here at this resort with basic cable and questionable desserts? Yeah. I told them you'd be in the hospital for a few days. I called Tommy while you were in surgery. I told him I'd kill you if you didn't make it through. Aw, honey. What? Why are you looking at me like that? Because that's the sweetest death threat I've ever received. Hallmark should really make that into a card. Sums up marriage quite nicely. Oh, he sends his love and is flying in as soon as he can get a flight out. 
He should be here on the weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, text him back and tell him if he still has my nine iron, tell him to bring it. Do you think they'll let him on the plane with it? Hey, you tell him for me not to trust baggage claim. Next thing you know, things are missing, and some college kid is paying for his spring break trip to Aruba on my Callaways. Hey, that's our song. Let it play a moment, will ya? When the things you've planned Need a helping hand I will understand always You do remember. I played it over and over in the waiting room. I don't have headphones, so I sat off in the corner with the phone pressed to my ear, listening, praying. Boy, does that take me back. <laughs> you came into the shop and forgot your umbrella. I ran after you. And when you turned, I saw your beautiful eyes. I knew. I knew right then that afternoon that I'd marry you. Oh, stop. You did not. Did so. When I got off work, I went straight home and told my mother. Oh, she never liked me. Oh, don't be silly. What gave you that impression? I rang you one night, and I heard her tell your father that she didn't see what you saw in me. <laughs> she was something else, wasn't she? Yeah, something all right. Oh, she was just afraid to lose her baby boy to such a vixen. Oh, please, that was not it. It was, it's true. The summer of 68, what were we? 20, 21? You fell for me right away. Oh, you think so, do you? Sure, how could you resist my rugged good looks? I was a romantic, too. Really? That's how you remember it. Where's the nurse's call button? Why? I'm going to ask her if they hit your head when they put you in the ambulance. Oh, no. This old noggin is a steel trap, my dear. I remember I held the door for you. I offered to buy you popcorn. I was a perfect gentleman. Wait, are you talking about our first date? Of course. It's hard to forget. I had to ask you out five times before you said yes. Well, I didn't want you to think I was easy. Nothing about my franny girl was easy. Hey. I planned the perfect date, didn't I? What? You took me to see Cool Hand Luke at the drive-in. Yes, a cinematic masterpiece and very romantic. You're welcome. <laughs> Hardly. Some date movie. I watched a guy eat 50 eggs as you cheered him on with all the other brutes in their cars. Hey, Paul Newman was not just any guy. You know... People used to say I resembled him. <laughs> oh. oh, no, Harry. You know what I do remember after the movie? Oh, when we went back to my parents' place? You put on that Irving Berlin record. I told you I was romantic. We danced cheek to cheek like Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Heaven, I'm in heaven. And my heart beats so that I can hardly speak. 
And I seem to find the happiness I seek when we're out together dancing cheek to cheek. Oh, shush, Harold. Don't ruin the memory with your singing. Sorry, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Harold? Harold, what is it? Are you okay? Nurse? Franny, Fran, I'm fine. I just realized something. They say you fall in love just once, but that's not true. I fell in love with you that night, and now just looking at you... I realize I love you more now than I could have possibly back then. I'd do it all over again. Me too. Me too. You gave me quite a scare. I know. I just stood there, frozen. Everything was moving so fast, but I was in slow motion. The paramedics asked me if you were on any medications, your medical history, if you'd complained of any pain recently... I didn't know, Harry. None of it felt real. It reminded me of that time at the lake house when Tommy had taken out the paddle boat. We heard him calling, help, help, and we couldn't figure out where he'd gotten to. Oh, I'll never forget his scared little eight-year-old face in the middle of the lake. I felt you grab me, but I was already running. I dove right in. Why couldn't I do that for you, Harry? I didn't run. I I didn't jump. Harry, I froze. I couldn't make it okay. Instead, I was drowning. How could I forget? How? Let me help you remember everything that matters. May I have this dance? Oh, Harry, yes. Careful. Don't hurt yourself. You're 75 with a heart condition. A mild cardiac event isn't going to keep me from my special lady. I may be 75, but I'll never be 21 with anyone else. You old romantic. Quiet. Mom's upstairs. You don't want her to come down and catch us, do you? That's when I'll be there always. Not... For just an hour, not for just a day, not for just a year, but always. That was Always by Dana Hall, with Jilly Stoneham as Francis and Anthony Targan as Harold. Theatrical Shenanigans part of an RFW scripts production found on Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. Music is written and produced by Chris Cody.